Welcome to Secret Lives of Expanders. This is where we get to meet and learn from those who have done things outside the box. The idea is to introduce you to entrepreneurs, creators, and healers who have done really wild things. And this episode, let me tell you, it is juicy because it is with my special guest, Bibi, who is a holistic sex and pleasure coach. She left a very fun, exciting, and abundant corporate life to pursue pleasure. And uh, on this episode, we talked about how to awaken pleasure and how to have full body orgasms and how this relates, I think more importantly, to being present in life with yourself and just in general in, in your life. The role that pleasure and sensuality plays in our lives is so important. And we talked about how to expand that. So yeah, this episode is juicy and super educational. I am very curious to hear your feedback on this. So be sure to connect with me on Instagram and let me know what you think. While this sounds like a controversial topic to cover, I actually think it's a super important one. The simple idea of giving yourself the space energetically, physically, sexually, sensually, emotionally to experience pleasure and joy and is just so important. And only if we did that and we made that, that time with ourselves, that space with ourselves, that present time consciousness with ourselves, if we made that the center of our lives, I would imagine that we would have uh, possibly a better, more fulfilling life just from being present. I talk about this in Elevate Club too, is seeking what feels good to us in general in life, discovering your desires, your dream life, and finding alignment and taking actions with ease. It's like a tutorial for life. And uh, so check out BB and check out Elevate Club if you haven't joined already do so. Connect with me on Instagram. I would love to hear what you all think and tell me about this particular episode. If you haven't subscribed, make sure to subscribe and tune in to all the rest of these episodes. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Secret Lives of Expanders. I have a very special episode for you Today, I am so excited because I have a very special guest. Um, I know this topic that we're going to cover today has been covered and at least brought up in different conversations that we have had in the past episodes, but we have never had an expert come on the show and talk about this one particular, I'm going to call it juicy topic. And it's juicy because it is so important. Today, I have... Bibi here with me. And what fascinates me about her story is that she was in the corporate world and she was like legit the definition of uh, climbing the ladder of the corporate world. And she had through some experiences that I would love for her to share through those experiences, she was able to unleash something inside of her. And now she gets to help thousands of people do the same thing. Uh, this has to do with sensuality. It has to do with sexuality. It has to do with relationships to yourself and to your partner. So I'm super excited to get started today. Thank you so much, baby, for showing up with me today. My pleasure. <laughs> um, Pun intended. Right. 
excited I conversation with you. Yeah, I am excited. Um, so tell me, for those who don't know uh, who you are and your story, I would love for you to share a bit about uh, where you came from and how you were experiencing yourself then. Because I know a lot of our uh, listeners, they are entrepreneurs, uh, female and, and male, but a lot of female entrepreneurs and what your your story also even resonates with me. But being in that States and then having what came up for you where it uh, started to shift. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just going to start. I think it's important. It gives a context. I was born in Poland and this were the times of communism and it was quite challenging back then. Uh, when I was young, uh, my parents couldn't really travel the world. Uh, they didn't even own their own passports and also earned an equivalent of $20 a month. Um, so we were lucky with family and different things. So we were able to travel a little bit, but still it was quite challenging for them. Uh, and I grew up with this idea that I'm going to create a different reality for myself. So when the time came when I was 18 to decide what's next, um, I decided I'm going to go to the best uh, finance school in Poland uh, that had a lot of contacts and was offering possibilities of scholarships abroad and traveling and working for big corporations. That was like a dream uh, back then. And yeah, so that's why I graduated in finance and banking. And then indeed, I got several scholarships, studied in Milan and then in Vienna. So I ended up having three different titles. And <clears throat> And then I entered the corporate world and, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, I was still lucky because, um, I went working for international corporations and to be honest with you, I never was really, really excited about finance or banking or corporate world or any of that. Um, but, uh, it created opportunities that I was looking for because it gave me uh, an opportunity to, you know, travel, live abroad. I worked in Geneva, in Sydney, New York, Mexico City, Sao Paulo, Brazil, uh, all on an expat deal, you know, my company moving me around. Um, so that was one part of it. Uh, and obviously earning quite good money. Uh, but I was slowly, slowly dying on the inside. And, you know, this might not be the story of everyone, but in my case, I really could not care less about what I was doing. I was never passionate about it. And, you know, it was never, yeah, it was never something I would really care or look for. So it was just going to the office and sitting there all, all day doing something just for the sake of earning money. Yeah. And yeah i think uh, a lot of people relate to that uh there's a lot of burnout in uh, entrepreneurship or just in general there's a lot of burnout like nobody ever tells you and i think this even relates to what you teach no one really teaches you no one ever has the conversation of living an intentional life and really figuring out what it is you love and who you are and live okay. off of that but, you know, if with me, it wasn't even about a burnout. To be honest with you, growing up in Poland, uh, in communist country, I learned to be street smart because without it, you couldn't really even have bread on your table. 
And that street smart quality allowed me to navigate the corporate world um, without ever working too much, to be honest with you. (laughs) So it wasn't even about that, but I genuinely was not interested and had zero fulfillment from my work. And uh, therefore, I started to look uh, for fulfillment in momentary pleasure, right? Or for happiness in the momentary pleasure. I love that, you know, positive psychology calls it like a rock star happiness. And that meant uh, partying or that meant um, nonstop traveling or that meant compulsive shopping or drinking or casual sex. Living in New York, I lived sex in the city life. And, you know, there's always next event that you are running after and um this worked for a while it gave me an illusion of fulfillment it gave me an illusion of happiness Mm -hmm. uh but after a while it stopped working and that was a moment that i paused for the first time and said okay well this is you know this is this is not working anymore (laughs) Uh, and actually there was the moment that my company moved me to Brazil and, um, I, you know, got into, um, let's say, you know, uh, rich circles somehow really fast. And I was flying on private jets to private islands on boats and all the things. And I was like, I am the most unhappy I've ever been. And I'm so lucky I didn't have to wait, you know, work all my life in something that I don't like to get on those planes, but just made a shortcut and hopped on someone else's boats and planes and islands and realized that this is really not the answer. But then the confusion came. If this is not the answer, then what is, right? It was quite overwhelming, got me into my midlife crisis. And that was actually a blessing uh, because we sometimes really need that uh, touch the button or we really need that, uh, you know, being really shooken up uh, in order to change something. Because in the comfort zone, it's really, really hard, let's be honest, to, to make drastic decisions. So that midlife crisis finally gave me, gave me enough um power to leave the corporate world after what was i believe altogether about 15 years wow you know so that was 15 years that i was used to a, a monthly salary check and you know comfy secure life and all the things so it was it was scary um but i decided okay i am going to go and look for what is my purpose what is my mission in this lifetime what is, you know, what am I here to do? And it sounded really, really, really scary. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's how I entered my, you know, personal discovery path. And I've done all the things that one does <laughs> entering this path. I went to India to an Osho ashram. I went to kind of landmark type of course, Vipassana meditation. I've done all medicinal plant ceremonies, ayahuasca, San Pedro, etc., peyote, you name it. And uh, a few other things happened along the way. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, you know, started to uh, come closer to my essence, not the idea of what I should be doing or f- what my path should look like, but really what feels good, what moves me. And I ended up on a workshop uh, that was uh, about awakening your sexual energy. <laughs> 
I didn't know much about it. But the teacher talked about full body orgasm, showed us a video, and then we did into a, we do a, the practice, um, which was breath work combined with energy work. And it was done in a group setting. So there was kind of this collective energy. And I experienced my first full body orgasm. Just a disclaimer, being fully clothed. Uh, no one was even touching anyone. We were all on our own yoga mats. But the energy moved the energy awakened and i didn't know exactly what happened but something happened mm. and what's so powerful about it that once this energy awakened when it once it turned on it remained turned on okay. and my first sexual experience that follow that mini awakening um I started have full body orgasms with the person and we were fully clothed we were just kissing yeah, mm -hmm. uh, he happened to be on that workshop too, and he also awakened his energy. None of us really understood exactly what was happening, but it was happening. Mm -hmm. And we had five hours of this energy exchange, orgasmic experiences, and we were fascinated. And uh started dating. And I'm I'm gonna, yes, making this story really short. Um, it turned out we had an amazing sexual connection, but not more than that. So that uh, fell apart um but it planted seed for more exploration for me and my question was okay uh this gentleman is not in my life anymore how do i continue having those experiences i started reading all the books and because i was already experiencing it it seemed quite easy to me mm -hmm. and my next question was like why is no one teaching us this right and then one more thing happened that I was so excited about it that I genuinely could not stop myself from talking about full body orgasms anywhere I went. Was it dinner with ex-colleagues from my company? Was it, you know, lunchtime with someone else? Was it an event? I just would bring this conversation up over and over again. Yeah. And unlike everyone thinks, uh, people were actually so curious. They wanted to know more. They were asking questions and what started happening is that after those conversations, people started coming back to me and saying, Hey, after that conversation, after you told me about full body orgasm, I think I had one last night. And I think it's like three or four people that came back saying that. And then I realized, wait a second, just from having those conversations, just from planting seeds in some in people's awareness, things are already happening. The next thing was I started giving talks and then people started asking for more. And to be honest, I always say that I never had a plan to become a sex coach. Yeah. You know, back then, coaching was not such a trendy thing it is right now. Definitely and even not sex coaching. Like and, and sex coaching, definitely not yet. So I literally um really went into my feminine receptive and i followed the signs and i was responding to invitations and just listening to what people were asking for what they wanted from me and you know that's how it progressed and they wanted private sessions that they wanted to be coached and the pandemic hit they wanted online course and i was just there uh, again listening being alert and responding to those requests mm -hmm. and here i am 
<laughs> I love that. I just want to, I just want to make something clear. I know you made it really clear, but I want to say it again, that in those conversations, cause that's fascinating to me. And it makes sense to me in those conversations you're having with the bankers, with the friends and the family, you're not giving them any practical ways of having a full body orgasm. What you're doing is just planting the seed that there is a possibility that I've experienced this. You can possibly experience this. And then next thing you know, that yeah, to be honest, both. Sometimes I would give some tips. Hey, like slow down, deep breathing, don't chase the orgasm, enjoy the lower levels right. of arousal and what's going to happen. Your body's going to start shaking. Sometimes this only the conversation about shaking was enough. And people were like, you know what? My body started shaking. Uh, so, yeah, in some it depends. In some conversations, there were no tips and some others, there were more tips. So, yeah, but it speaks to the power of sexual energy. It speaks to the power of sensuality. And I mean, uh, I'm reminded of like, say, think and grow rich, right? Like they talk about sexual transmutation or um, just in general, if you look at sexual energy, it's the most powerful energy that we have. Not only does it create life, but also people kill for, you know, for, if it's if in the oh. wrong Right. Yeah, so speaking of all of that, how how does one put this sexual energy or the, the power that is in sensuality into how do you bring it into you? How do you utilize it? How do you make it practical? <laughs> yeah. So I guess I would say let's first start even becoming aware of it. Right. creating spaces where we can actually connect to that energy mm -hmm. and creating spaces, situations, lifestyle or practices where we can um, nourish that energy, when we can allow it um, to expand and where we can cultivate it. And once we start doing that, that's when we can start directing it. Uh, is it towards a beautiful, divine intimacy session with your partner? Or is it towards creating more abundance or maybe healing uh, or manifestation, right? Whatever that is, going into higher states of consciousness, meditative states, right? But I want to say... We want to just start with slowing down and giving ourselves space, intentional space to start tuning into that energy because that energy is very, very subtle. Okay. And in order to feel it, you have to really slow down. You really have to start feeling. You have to drop from the mind and really, really start connecting into your body. So I think, you know, what's important here that it's, we're not just going to make it another task on the to-do list and approach it from productivity standpoint. It is so much more about being rather than doing, right? So inviting Inviting that slowness, inviting mindfulness, inviting connection to the body, cultivating that uh, in your life. And of course, sexual uh, sexuality is a part of it. It's not the only part, but it's a part of it. So this is what I also noticed in my own journey. 
Once we start to become more aware and our consciousness expands, it ex that influences every area of your life. It's not like your consciousness is going to expand and now you are going to um, meditate every day. Uh, and practice yoga, but you're going to continue eating junk food and drinking alcohol uh, or having toxic relationships, right? It's going to it's gonna start permeating every area of your life, right? It's the same with sexuality. So how is your sexual life? Is it intentional? Is it nourishing? Mm. Is it fulfilling? Mm. Right? Um, is it connected? Mm -hmm. And what I'm talking about is not just sex with other people, but also solo sex, self pleasure practice, right? Is it just pornography and three minutes slam bam, thank you, mom, where you literally jerk off and, and uh, fall asleep and then maybe feel even a little guilty afterwards? And that's also how you're interactions with other people look like or is it something that you make time for that you prioritize that you create intention around um that you feel nourished after energized inspired your heart is open right so first you just want to do an honest inventory of where you at without shaming or judging or you know, criticizing yourself, because let's be honest, this is, you know, the information education non-existent about sexuality and the, the pornography that is the number one source we are available. This is the quality of sexuality that comes from there is opposite of that nourishing right. <laughs> the one I'm talking about. So just taking an honest um, inventory and then um, Looking at where you can bring more awareness, where you can bring more presence and intentionality. And then from there, there are so many different things we can do. We can just start with simple slowing down uh, and, um, and making it more sacred. Uh, we can read books, listen to podcasts, we can take courses, online courses, retreats, festivals. Um, so in infinite ways yeah. um, and yeah. i love i love that i love what you said about creating the space take an inventory of what you're existingly doing is it what you know is there more to it do you want to experience more or is it kind of i think nowadays uh and maybe for a while now even sex is a representation of how the world is like it's so noisy you go on instagram you're scrolling through things it's like very little intentionality around okay. sex like you said you just go and you do it or uh even when you're on your own right yeah. uh, so i love what you said about creating this but taking inventory of what you are existingly experiencing how would you like to expand that and then, of course, creating the space. And I know you mean that probably 
in uh, more like mentally, just spiritually opening yourself up, but also physical space. Because when I told you all kind of space, energetic, physical, emotional, yes. And when I took one of your workshops, you were talking about, you know, having your candle and the feather and and to have this like a beautiful ceremony. What's about to well, go? No, I don't. I don't want anyone. You know, having a candle and a feather. Yes, it's a part, but there there is so much depth to more to it. Okay, it's not just about having a candle and a feather. There is much, much more depth to it. Um, but what am I going to just give you an example? Um, average sex in our society lasts five point four minutes. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Self pleasure practice probably shorter than that. So you tell me, mm-hmm. uh, imagine that you go on a yoga class that lasts five minutes, right? How connected are you going to be? How relaxed, how nourished, how present, how in your body are you going to be in this 5.4 minute yoga class, right? So, Not much. Really, yeah. <laughs> so just giving in just giving ourselves space to experience it it's not just this approach of i like to call it fast food approach or instant gratification approach right and for everything we have either an app or a pill and everything is fast and instant and if it's taking a little bit more effort no one wants to even do it almost anymore because we don't have time. We're tired. We're too stressed. We're too busy. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> moving away from this instant gratification approach of slam bam. Thank you, mom. Uh, or one pump chump. There are all different funny ways to describe it. And instead of, you know, going to McDonald's as an equivalent of this crappy sex that we mostly have in our society, go to a farm to table restaurant where you wait for the meal, where you savor every dish, where you're fully present, where everything is nourishing. This is the sex I want people to have because if we access this depth of sexuality, there is so much power in it. Mm-hmm. from healing sexual energy is healing mm-hmm. to really relaxing our nervous system because pleasure uh is so important and so healthy and it's our birthright it's not a waste of time mm-hmm. okay? uh, it's not something we should be ashamed of okay and then potential of really connecting so deeply with other human beings which is another thing that we're lacking in our society Right. To then using sexual energy for all kind of rituals and, you know, manifestations and et cetera, et cetera. And one example I'm going to give probably a lot of the listeners have heard of Joe Dispenza. Right. What does Joe Dispenza do? He tells you squeeze your perineum and squeeze your lower abdomen, squeeze your upper abdomen and pull this energy up. So where are we pulling the energy from? from sexual organs it is a sexual energy that we're pulling just not in a context of sex but in fact on his retreats so many people have a full body orgasm i've been i had some and i've seen people around me having them i heard people having you know full body orgasms and he uses this energy right to show how people can heal for stage cancer or how you know so many different stories i'm not even going to go into right so becoming supernatural this is what's going to happen once you start tapping into that 
own source of energy that is infinite, that is healthy, that is available for you 24-7, that has no side effects, and that is, on top of it, free. So no one wants us to become aware of that because the risk is we're going to become really bad consumers. Yeah, I, a great example of that. Stopped compulsive shopping, stop every, you know, nonstop traveling and sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I haven't even drunk alcohol for, I think, seven years now. Forget about other things. So, um, yeah. Yeah, well, that's that's one really easy, good way to get outside the matrix. Now, I'm curious what you notice with people that you are working with in terms of the implications of not you know, not have, not spending that time to learn more about this. What are, what do we see in society? What are you seeing in your clients? So predominantly my number one group of clients is women. So many women, because of my history, because of my background, I attract a lot of women who are successful business owners, managers, CEOs. um, And most often they share how they feel like they're in all the time in this masculine doing mode about what it really means uh stressed uh not in their body too tired not experiencing pleasure that um that that impacts the way that they're not really radiant creative they don't feel nourished and fulfilled and present in their body right uh very often the relationship most often relationships with the partners are not satisfying not fulfilling neither right and they feel there's something more but they quite don't know where to get it and it's so beautiful to see you know i worked with hundreds and hundreds of women once they actually reclaim because there's so many reasons that we women especially uh, our sexuality suppressed from patriarchy conditioning and slut shaming and you know body image issues the list goes on once they reclaim their sexuality oh my god it's like seeing uh flowers bloom uh in spring and they leave toxic relationships they start new companies they call ceos for pay rise they start to express their boundaries and desires ask for what they want just so 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 powerful now i also work with a lot of couples and we now know that i listened to another podcast today uh, with a teacher called laurie and she was saying how uh, couples are endangered species and let's be honest for example we know that more than half of marriages fall apart and actually this year in the united states there's a um there has been statistics that have been there for a long time it's the first year that the number of single people single adults outnumber the number of people in relationships so in a way we can really say that couples are endangered species and even those who remain together i would say grind around around majority is not living you know really fulfilling intimate life so i have Couples that I've been working with that looks, you know, like power couples, couples dolls on the outside, but they didn't have sex for 10 years or she doesn't enjoy sex and it's a chore, but she's doing it so that the husband doesn't cheat or they have to get drunk to enjoy it or all kind of things. And yeah, most couple, most couples 
don't have tools and don't really have thriving, fulfilling sexual relationship long term. Let's be yeah. honest. Then once we once we tap into what's possible, I'm just gonna give one example here. I'm, I'm in my couples course that I'm finishing right now. I have over 30 couples, and one of them, uh, he's over 80, she's over 70. And they are having the sex of their life. They are having full body orgasm, energy orgasm, anal orgasm, all kind of things. And they were like, wow, it only took 83 or 80 something years to, to learn all that. Uh, but um, really, it's never too late. It's timeless. And it's so, so powerful. So, yeah, that's amazing. And you're right. Like, we don't learn about this anywhere. I mean, these couples, at least I'm starting to tap into your teachings and the, and all the resources that you have available. But we don't learn. It's not something you learn about. Nobody really talks no. about. You end up faking your orgasms and at least in your 20s by the time you actually learn what they feel like. So what's the for the listeners that are intrigued? Like, give me an example of what they can do on their own, like today um, that would you know, give themselves that would allow themselves to have that space or to tap into mm -hmm. that, that power of sensu sensuality. Yeah. Start practicing high vibration masturbation, self-pleasure. So like this, we can really touch on every listener here, single, divorced, separating, married, all of you. This is something everyone can start. Conscious self-pleasure practice it's really the key because before you go and start playing an instrument in an orchestra you will have to learn how to play your own instrument first okay so just scheduling some time so it's not a five minute jerk off release for a sleep situation but it's really an exploration and it's really something uh you prioritize and learn from in are present with so i always like to say the rule of thumb schedule one hour and um create a space for this and we said that yes create a physical space put some music on clean your make your bed uh yeah make it special right make it special like you would on a first date with a, with a new partner and then first thing you want to get out of your head and drop in the body. So there's so many different things you can do. So no, I'm going to ask you not to watch pornography because that's going to keep you in your head. I'm going to ask you for now to give a little rest to the vibrators and let you because vibrators are not really going to allow you to slow down. So what can we do? So many different things. And maybe tap into the practices you already have. Maybe a bit of breath work, dancing, shaking, uh, I don't know, beating the pillow, um, whatever it is that will help you to slow down your mind and start feeling your body. And then what I'm going to ask you is to do two things. Slow down the stimulation. So just going five times as slow as you normally do and bringing more awareness to your breath. And you want to slow down the breath again, because if we're going <laughs> to, then you're going to bring yourself to a climax really, really fast. And that's not what we're trying to do here. We're trying to explore and do things differently and see what's possible if you actually, again, do things differently, right? So deep belly breathing. 
Start with inhaling through the nose, exhaling through the mouth. And this is going to, the more relaxed you are, because this is going to start helping you to be more relaxed, the more receptive to pleasure you are going to be. So you're going to start becoming uh, present with more and more subtle sensations. And I would love you to start giving it a name. Okay, this is, I am in an area of a low arousal right now. And then it's like, hmm, I'm approaching medium arousal. Ooh, I'm going into high arousal zone. And you're not going to be chasing an orgasm. So when you're in a high arousal zone, I want you to, okay, let's pause for a second. Pause the stimulation. Take a couple of deep breaths. Cool yourself off. And then start again. At the end of the session, if you want to give yourself this classic climax orgasm, go for it. But what I'm really interested in is that journey that took you there, not the destination itself. And just by slowing down, bringing awareness to your arousal level sensations and applying this more deeper breathing and observing where are your thoughts? Am I fantasizing? Am I thinking about to-do lists? Am I doing something else? Just gently bringing it back. So really inviting meditation into this whole experience. Things will already start to shift. It all sounds simple. But but see how actually difficult it is to put it in practice. Okay, uh, so yeah, let's let's start with that. And uh, you gave a lot of really good practical things. And you're right; it does sound simple. But honestly, when you said give yourself an hour, I'm thinking already. I'm thinking that's the hurdle is to put it on the calendar. <laughs> Or to, to mentally prepare for myself for spending an hour by myself, which is how powerful that is. To just, just for, so, for so many people, even scheduling this one hour already will be a thing in itself because there will be kids, because, you know, there's no privacy, because I have to do so many things and uh, et cetera, et cetera. Or because I feel guilty when I actually put an hour to pleasure myself instead of being productive or, you know, I feel guilty around self-pleasure and shame is coming up. So just observing all the things that are going to come up even before you start uh, going into the practice. Uh, but when you even put an intention to, 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 to put this practice uh, into place, things will already start to come up. So again, just observing it with a lot of compassion. Um, and then there are so many free practices I have on my website and on my link in Instagram. There is erotic glow activation for women. There is soul connector for partners. So literally download those guided audio practices and press play and follow along. And these are beautiful first, um, like, you know, practices that you can dip your toes in for to start. Yeah, I love that. And if it's okay with you, we'll put all of those links in the show notes. So anybody that wants to download, that's where I got started is all of her resources. Then she does webinars and she does workshops. She does, of course, these beautiful retreats in Tulum and all, all over the world. And uh, I want to talk about your ladder to bliss because mm -hmm. I feel like if you're overwhelmed, like where do I even start? Which I think that's 99.9% .9 of, <laughs> of everyone who's listening. Yeah. Where do I start to tap into that? So, so tell us about that. And I know it's it's coming up, or or we might be just getting started with it. Your next 
round. Yeah. Tell us about that and how yeah. can we learn more? Yeah, so Lotto Jablisso is my first course and it's really my signature mentorship. Uh, I have hundreds of women. This one is for this particular one is for women uh, that graduated women from literally all over the world, Australia, Dubai, Argentina, you know, America's cup, you name it. Um, and, you know, some people might be, I know there might be just resistance to Zoom and online and all the things. And trust me, there is so much beauty and power in doing sexuality work online because you are going to be in the safety of your own bedroom, in the safety of your own house. And for many women to start this work, this is really, really important. And they might not be ready to jump into a retreat where 30 women are naked in a, in a one room doing a JDEC practice, right? So it's a really beautiful start. It's such a safe space. And then the fact that we're doing it together, some people, again, get icky about it. This is the power of that. Because when you hear women from all over the world sharing exactly the same challenges and you realize how united we are on that journey of reclaiming sexuality, this alone is already so healing. And so many women tell me that this was the most... I even have celebrities join this course and they tell me they have never been a part of such a loving, kind, supportive community. And they were freely sharing everything there. Okay. So it's safe. It's beautiful. And we don't just do Zooms. We get all the guided out of practice where you follow in your own time. And we start with safety, with the belief. So it's a from zero to hero journey. So I really don't throw you into the deep waters. We start slowly to not to, uh, you know, overheat your nervous system. And then we explore all parts of our body. We learn the anatomy. We learn ancient uh, principles of how to move energy. Um, and there's just so much depth. Uh, and so many women tell me, well, we kind of thought we came here for the orgasms and it's been life-changing on every front. Um, so... So that's a part of it. And it's a 12 week long mentorship. And we just started uh, a few days ago. Uh, so there's still a possible last moment to join um, if anyone wants to. And um, yeah, again, you know, you start to understand why female sexuality has been suppressed for thousands of years. It's not just about us not having pleasure and orgasms. It's about us women tapping into our full potential in every area of our life, activating our voice, taking space in life and uh, being leaders and doing big things. And, you know, um, so, so powerful, simply. So that's what Letter to Bliss is all about. <laughs> yeah. So we'll put the link in here. And what I love about the work uh, that you do is that, and I, I've been practicing and I've been learning more and taking your workshops and things. And so I, you're right. Every time that as you get more and more, as you expand more and more in that area, there is absolute influence in every other area of, of your life. I've personally experienced that. And I know that your community is uh, very like verbally loud about the life-changing experiences that they have had, rightfully so. And I love the fact that you start like... You know, the, the biggest fear people might have is I'm going to get, like you said, I'm going to get thrown in there and we're doing a group masturbation <laughs> on Zoom, which is not the case. That's not what's happening. You walk them through the whole process. You 
kind of ease through, uh, you know, all the different things that might come up and it's truly transformative. So I hope everyone takes advantage of this. If this resonates with you, go at the very bare minimum, go follow her on Instagram. She puts out great content and uh, check out the free resources that she has on her website. But if this resonates like it does with me and it's changed every aspect of my life, then um, sign up for her ladder to bliss. It's mm-hmm. going to be changing. Thank you. Yeah. And if there's, you know, if there's men listening to this, I also have courses for couples. I will have a program exclusively for men coming maybe end of the year. Um, but yeah, uh, this work is so important. This work is so powerful and, you know, I'm on a mission to really uh, bring it to as many people as I can, because I truly believe uh, that sexuality is a way of shifting consciousness on this planet. You know, there are other uh, pathways like uh, psychedelics, which, you know, sadly are not legal in many places. And there's not enough ayahuasca for everyone on this planet. There's meditation, but meditation is a very slow path and uh, people don't have usually uh, patience, and it's just not going to bring us as fast as we need to bring this planet to awakening. And sexuality is another um path and we all have sex and we all want to have more fulfilling sex and we all want to have intimacy with our partners. So it's just, you know, such a, um, so, so much depth to this work and just in so many areas you will be impacted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The learning, the unlearning, all of that, like mm-hmm. I said, at the beginning of this work, this uh, podcast it is the most powerful, I think, energy that exists because it creates life. What's more powerful than that? And you can tap into that. You can learn. That. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much again. And thank you everyone for listening or watching to this episode of Secret Lives of Expanders and go follow BB and tune into the next episode as well. Planet B-I-B-I. Yeah, my 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 absolutely complicated Polish name. So that's my handle with on Instagram, which is my main channel. It's Planet B-I-B-I. Like I literally cleared my own planet. So you're welcome to join me on there. <laughs> that is amazing. So that's planet B-I-B-I. And we'll put the links in the show notes as well. Amazing. Thank, Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. I hope seeds were planted. Please take those few practical tools, implement them in waters those seeds. Guys, don't just do it once. Uh, you're not going to learn language by taking one class and it's a new language you want to learn. So, uh, even those simple tools, if you're going to implement them, um, couple of times, you will start to see the changes and then please report back to us. <laughs> Amazing. Yes. Repetition is key. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode and got some applicable nuggets to quantum leap your life and your practice. Be sure to subscribe to this channel and be the first to know when we release our next guest here on Secret Lives of Chiropractors. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Nona Javid, D-J-A-V-I-D, to keep up with my not-so-secret life. And um, check out Elevate Club at www.elevate.me and Elevate is spelled E-L-I-V-A-T-E. We'll see you at the next episode.